Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Understand this. However, Tuesday comes out after Tuesday, after Election Day, it's on. Joe Biden, bumbling idiot, is their murder weapon, and they intend to use it. For what? If they play it just right over the next two years, even if the Republicans win the House and the Senate, they can have us living in a totally, completely government-controlled authoritarian regime. Wait, over the next two years? Yup. Even if Republicans control the House and the Senate? Yup. Even if they have large margins in the House and the Senate? Yup. Can we beat them? Yeah, we can beat them. But it'll be a fight like none we've seen since 1776. That's because everything they need to do, they can do without controlling Congress. They have so taken over control of federal agencies that honestly it no longer matters who's in Congress. These agencies, particularly our intel agencies, answer to Democrats and only Democrats. Battle number one, and there are five. This is the biggest central bank digital currency. I've done so much on it on this podcast. I'm not going to repeat myself, but understand this. If they roll it out or they use the Fed now system to replace cash hard money and replace it with digital ticks uh, or central bank digital currency, they win because that currency is programmable. And the head of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, has already said, we We'll program it. We will control how you spend it, and you will not be allowed to spend it unless you file an ID with the federal government. They get this. They'll have total control and total power of cancellation almost immediately. What will it take to fight it? It literally may come down to states having to reject it and create their own currency. We are going to have to go as hardcore as them. It can be fought. But it's not going to be easy. And they're going to do this in this next two years with their bumbling murder weapon, Joe Biden. Again, digital IDs have already passed the House and they've been voted out of Senate committee. They will pass them in the Senate during the lame duck. They will do it with some Republican votes, but mostly Democrat votes. And Biden will sign it. This will allow them to build the infrastructure for the digital ID that you'll need to be able to buy and sell with whatever new digital currency they put out. All of this is planned for the next two years. They're either going to go to central bank digital currency, which again allows your go- your, your your government, but also major employers like the ones pulling their advertising from Twitter right now in outrage that half the country would be allowed to have free speech. This is what it's come to. This is what we let it get to. That's shocking. Either that or they'll run it on the FedNow system. FedNow is, is, is up and running right now. There's a demonstration project 
Um, it should be running full scale next year, according to the Wall Street Journal. It is an all-digital exchange system. It could work just like central bank digital currency, or it could be the system central bank digital currency runs on. It doesn't matter. It's set to launch next year. And most Republicans have no idea the control this will give them. This alone could usher in an era of total authoritarian control if we don't stop it. Can we stop it with a Republican-controlled Congress? Okay, let's suppose the Democrats retain both houses. They do nothing. And you'll have this system because it will be implemented by the Fed. The Republicans can vote no in the House and in the Senate, but they'd need a veto-proof majority to overcome Joe Biden's veto. So we're going to have to come up with other ways, lawsuits and through the states, to stop it. This is going to be the primary thing they do to get control of you. Adding it to cancellation they, they can take away, they want to take away your ability to use money unless you're in good standing. This is the signature fight of the next year and of our times. But it's only one of the five battles that will begin on Wednesday of this week when the Democrats no longer need to hide who they are. They're barely hiding it now. See, the problem is I think most Americans think, well, we'll just put the Republicans in, we'll have split government. That'll throw a wrench in the whole thing and it'll be fine. I can go back to not paying attention. No, no, this is like no other time we've ever lived in because Joe Biden, like I said, is their murder weapon and he can do almost all of this despite Congress. It's going to be harder, but he can do almost all of it. Like thing number two, in December, a new round of sanctions will go on Russian gas and oil. This, the International Energy Agency, a liberal organization, and Bloomberg have warned, will skyrocket, already skyrocketing, oil prices. They're going to make it worse? Uh-huh. On purpose? Yep. And the only person who will get richer off of this is Vladimir Putin. Yep. It's going to particularly hurt the American middle class, but the Biden administration is still committed to it. Why? Because if Republicans control the House and the Senate, they don't have a good way to jack inflation through the roof. They're going to have to do it almost entirely going forward, not through printed money, $9 trillion, as they have since Joe Biden took office. They're going to have to do it by pushing up and up and up and up the cost of energy, which is part of what is driving inflation. So you're going to see them do everything they can to skyrocket the cost of energy. Part of that will be the Russian sanctions taking even more oil and natural gas off the market, which will drive it through the stratosphere. That is on purpose that they want to do this. But over the weekend, Joe Biden gave us a peek into how else they intend to do this. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. That's Joe Biden talking about shutting down coal plants. Americans maybe didn't understand or grasp the full horror of this. Coal is 21% of our overall energy mix. Just getting the approval for the transmission lines to replace the wattage from coal with wind and solar takes 7 to 15 years, depending on what state you're in. That's just the approval. Then you have to build it. Notice when he's saying he's going to do it. We're going to just shut down coal. What'll that do? Well, rolling blackouts for sure, but also cause 
all remaining energy sources to skyrocket through the roof. Folks, the goal is to drive inflation as high as possible to do as much damage to the dollar as possible to justify the switch to central bank digital currency. They want the public to beg for it. Then they program it and they win. The Wall Street Journal had this nailed over the weekend. Joe wasn't supposed to tell you this is what's coming, but he has a habit of repeating what those who are actually running his administration have planned for your future. Here's the first paragraph of a Wall Street Journal editorial this weekend. Ever so often, President Biden blurts out what he really thinks, even if it's politically or diplomatically embarrassing. He did it again on Friday when he said his administration will shut down coal plants across America. The Wall Street Journal then bashed on Democrat Manchin, who, you know, went after Joe this weekend. He was horrified. I mean, 90% of the energy in West Virginia is from coal. A lot of the jobs are. And he claimed, oh, I didn't ever hear Biden say that. Well, Manchin's a liar and an idiot. Because as the Wall Street Journal points out, the Inflation Resumption Act, remember that when they passed that? The one Manchin negotiated with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer? Quote, from the Wall Street Journal, the main purpose of the climate provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act, Mr. Manchin negotiated with Chuck Schumer, was to drive coal plants and over time all fossil fuels out of business. Again, if the GOP gets control on Tuesday, they can prevent even more damaging bills from passing, but they can't get rid of this one because they don't have a veto-proof majority. The Democrats are counting on that. That is why Joe Biden is their murder weapon. And Joe let fly over the weekend again with what else they have planned. Incredibly, last week, Biden, if you'll remember, was threatening oil companies. You better produce more. You're just sitting around eating potato chips and drinking beer and not producing because you want to make the American people poor. You, you know you can get more per barrel if you don't produce. Well, it's bizarre since these guys were going gangbusters during the Trump administration. I mean, they had no problems producing, but now all of a sudden they do. Why? Because Joe Biden took their leases away. So literally, shockingly, four days after he threatened oil companies, they better start producing, they better drill more, or he would tax them, he was out on the stump in liberal New York bragging that he planned to shut down the very leases, the very drilling that he's demanding they do. It's a shell game. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. No one's building new coal plants because they can't rely on it. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. That right there is the actual agenda. What most Americans don't know is he already shut down future leases. The only reason that hasn't taken effect is they're in court battling over it. However, that ends in the court. I hope it'll end well for us. It might. Uh, however, that ends every month that goes by that this is going on and it's tied up in the court is a month they don't invest in exploration. They don't invest in equipment, in production. They can't, not without knowing whether they'll be allowed to do it. And that means on the other side, say there's a President DeSantis or a President Trump, and we'd be like maybe a President Kerry Lake. I'd love to see that. Um, but suppose that happens on the other side, Right. Well, what that means is we're going to miss two, three years of that exploration. They're not, they're going to have a hard time getting production back up because of the way Democrats are kneecapping this. They are trying to create the desperation that they need to begin seizing whole industries. Most importantly, energy production, whacking the economy out 
and then using that to destabilize the dollar. As Jerome Powell warned in June, hey, you know, the only way to stabilize that dollar might be digital currency. We'll have You'll have to let your government program it and have total, absolute control over your life. But hey, if we don't, guess what? Dollar might collapse. It most certainly will be weakened on the world scene, and you wouldn't want that. This is all the same strategy. And Joe Biden, like the Wall Street Journal just correctly said, spilled the beans. They're coming for you and for the economy like the hounds of hell. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Notice something strange. They've been telling us for a while now we're in a diesel shortage. In fact, this diesel shortage literally will hit the end of the week, election week, and the next week. In some places, they're already rationing. This is also happening with fuel oil. None of this is an accident. Look at when it hits. That's not an accident. Have you noticed something weird about media reporting? They're telling us with alarm, well, you know, a diesel shortage, right? Like, we're going to run out, only 25-day supply. Oh, look, now it's down to 12. Okay, well, diesel moves what? Your food. What else does diesel move? Your gasoline for your car to get to work? That moves by diesel, too. In fact, some of those rail cars that carry all those shipping containers with all your stuff in it moves by diesel as well. See the problem there? So you would think by now they'd be telling you, okay, diesel shortage equals... What, 50% of the goods on the shelves in the store, not there, 90%, 75%. I mean, what is it? They're not saying. We have to wait to find the punchline. Like I said, folks, after Tuesday, it's on. They've never had quite an opportunity like this. A Barack Obama, a Bill Clinton, was never going to allow them to destroy the, you know, their legacy, their future, their future payoffs by doing this level of destruction. Joe Biden is completely and totally owned by them because they can destroy him anytime with the crimes he and Hunter have committed. They will never have a chance like this again, probably for a generation. They haven't had one for generations. Literally make the run at destroying the economy, use a very unpopular president to do it. And and folks, by the end of Biden's two years, they already know they're not running him, okay? He's a throwaway candidate. He is a murder weapon. They will blame this election on him. And as the economy collapses around us, if they get their way, I'm not saying they will, if they do, they will blame him. And by the time they're done, they'll have their half of the country believing they're as much of a victim as Joe Biden as the average voter who now can't afford food and can't drive to work and sits in the dark and the cold at night. They won't have an opportunity like this again, like I said, maybe for a generation. They will use it. That's why it's on after Tuesday. Then there's strategy number four. This will be put on steroids. The CIA ushered it in over the weekend. Did you notice? Yeah. Now, when the CIA or the FBI uh, wants to sell something to the public, they send their former agents out on the news, out to write editorials, people who don't work for them anymore but are still under their control. Believe me. These folks run what they're going to say by the agencies before they do it. Heck, the agencies use them to sell these ideas. 
And you got a good idea of what it's going to look like going forward as they try to grasp total control on the one hand with central bank digital currency on the other with ramped up extreme censorship and our intel agencies doubling and tripling down on their crackdowns that's exactly what former cia officer mark polymeropolis proposed in an editorial a terrifying editorial at nbcnews.com The federal government, he said, needs a counterterrorism strategy for right-wing Americans because they say mean things and that makes their followers turn violent. He said that the CIA, the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, needs to do no less than turn their counterterrorism programs and apparatus that they had used to combat al-Qaeda and ISIS and attacks on the homeland. They need to turn it all against half of America against right-wing Americans. He's all for censorship, but even worse, he actually proposes government re-education. As we learned last week in the shocking intercept story um, about how the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, the Biden administration already have portals they go into to censor you, they will double and triple down on that censorship. Over the weekend, by the way, Red State nailed this because They have so radicalized, the Democrats have their followers. You can't come back and say, hey, you know what? Half the country, a bunch of Nazis. We're on the verge of a Nazi takeover. We could lose our democracy. But, you know, hey, we're going to moderate. We're going to moderate the record. We're going to moderate the message. They they can't do that. They have radicalized their followers. Anyone who tries to moderate from now on is going to win in the primary. Bottom line, censorship, their new censorship powers made the Democrat Party lazy. And they let the masks slip. And that terrified Americans. They have no choice going forward because they have so radicalized their base. They cannot go back to moderation. So they've got one choice. And this is what they're going to do. And Red State is right about this. They're going to double and triple the intensity of their government censorship and their government crackdowns. That is exactly what former CIA officer writing at NBC News Uh, Mark Polymeropoulos is building the case for. That is what is coming. Everywhere you look this weekend, the case for this new system that has two faces, a disinformation board, which we've now learned has been operating since 2018. When they told us they were going to form one, that was just them trying to take it public. So there's the intense speech crackdown, the war against Elon Musk. But everywhere you look this weekend, they were selling This system, they were selling this crackdown already, even though the elections haven't taken place yet. Let let me give you uh, one of the examples. Biden sent one of his advisors out this weekend, Keisha Lance Bottoms, to make the case that black men, 20% of whom have stopped voting Democrat, that's a disaster for the Democrats, to make the case that they are the victims They would be voting Democrat, but for disinformation, which is, of course, always Russian um, and uh, sometimes from right wing terrorists. So they got it. They got to stop the disinformation targeted at black men, which by targeting it at black men is also, of course, racist. I hear the misinformation being piped in. There is definitely um, a target toward African-American men, not just to give them misinformation, but to make them so discouraged that they won't show up to vote. What's that? Groundwork for the crackdown after the election. When you'll be told that the Democrats' misfortune was caused by Russian disinformation and American terrorist disinformation and that the crackdown must intensify. 
Remember, folks, nearly all of this can be done with Republicans controlling the House and the Senate. Now, Republicans can stop printing money. They'll still have to print half the federal budget. Um, but that we used to do that every year. And that only produced one and a half to two percent inflation. We can live with that. So we will begin to heal from the inflation. Um, but the Democrats multi-front war will proceed. The American people don't know this yet. They think they can do what they've always done in midterms after a wave election that you know swept in the democrats is just balance government and then go on their merry way and things will get better they're going to be surprised when they find out it gets more vicious the crackdown more insane it's what's coming and more than anything we need one republican leader trump doesn't count we need because he's canceled we need one republican leader we need to replace kevin mccarthy with a real leader who will speak out on our behalf in the house or mitch mcconnell Uh, with somebody, maybe Senator Scott, who will actually speak out for us, or we are going to get plum steamrolled. I'm telling you, if it goes right for them, they can achieve authoritarian control at the end of these two years. Discard Joe, and there won't really be a 2024 campaign. Look how bad it is right now. 83% of GOP Senate uh, campaign ads have been censored by Google. You can't even find them if you go directly looking for them. They didn't do that to the Democrats. Fast forward two years into this system with our intelligence agencies telling us on a loop um, that we have to crack down, we have to censor disinformation, Russian, uh, you know, black men targeted, and imagine what 2024 could or could not be like. Will you even hear the messages um, of those can- of those Republican candidates? Will you even be able to see their ads at all? anywhere that's online i don't know the answer but now is when it starts and after tuesday it is so on battleground america with tara servatius please subscribe on the odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts share with friends family and other free thinkers thanks for listening Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.